Bam Black Success. You're listening to Trailblazers.fm, an interview-styled podcast that delves deep into bold conversations with successful Black entrepreneurs and leaders. Join us to learn actionable strategies, valuable tactics, and innovative tools that you can put to use immediately on your journey to blazing your trail. And now, here's your host, my husband, Stephen A. Hart. Hello, Blazing Nation. So a couple weeks ago, I shared a bit about my time in LinkedIn's Create Accelerator program that had had the blessing of creating 50 live live stream broadcasts in just 10 weeks. And I was delighted to leverage this opportunity to put trailblazers.fm in hyperdrive as I work to create different types of content every weekday morning uh, for 10 weeks, right? So one of the segments we came up with was called What's a 411? Yes, <laughs> I love me some Mary J. Blige, but uh, the term and the number 411 also signals the process to gather relevant information and to tell the truth. And so I really liked it for the title of the segment. And here's how we took it and spun it for our show. So we wanted one trailblazer to come on and do a short solo spot to talk about one topic of their choosing, right? And drop four gems of truth. It could be ideas, strategies, tips, etc. Get the idea. So four, one, one, right? So today I wanted to share one of those very first segments that we recorded for this segment. What's the four one one? This episode uh, was created by my dear friend Chris Cochran of Hacker Valley Media. Chris is someone I've admired as a leader, a content creator, someone who's absolutely blazing a trail forward right now. He and I have been in a mastermind group together in the past, and just this past December, we shared the stage together as co-hosts of the Sands Difference Makers Award Ceremony, which was the premier cybersecurity awards program just like an Oscar for cybersecurity, right? So um, this message today is an especially timely one that I am sure you're going to enjoy. And so I'll encourage you in advance, go ahead right now, share this episode with somebody that you think needs to hear this. Uh, can't wait to hear your feedback without further delay. Here's today's What's the 411? What's going on, everybody? What's the 411? I'm taking over Stephen Hart's stream to talk a little bit about my philosophy on leadership, talk a little bit about who I am as a person and why I think the way I think. My name is Chris Cochran. I've spent pretty much my entire career as a technologist in cybersecurity, but most recently I started a company with my good pal, Ron Eddings, and we are the owners of Hacker Valley Media, and we focus on building content, new media, all across the spectrum of technology and leadership and humanity. I started my career in the United States Marine Corps doing some technical stuff. Uh, I was at the National Security Agency doing technical intelligence. And then uh, I've been pretty much all over the place. And I think all of that experience going from 
this place to that place to the other has given me some perspective on leadership and how to deal with different people. Because, you know, some people stay at one company for a long time. They might stay at a company for 30 years and that's coming, becoming more and more rare. But I do think that by going to all these different environments and dealing with different teams and leading and building different teams, it gives you a different perspective as a leader. And now that we are all going through a digital transformation with everything that's going on in the world, a lot of us are working remote. A lot of us are moving remote or we're dealing with people that are working remote. So from my perspective, uh, one of the main things that we're going to do uh, when it comes to working with remote people or, or just working remotely in general is we have to remember one thing. We have to remember that the person on the other side of that email, on the other side of that chat box, on the other side of that video message, or even across the table is a person. Sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we forget and we have this egocentric view of the world because sometimes we feel like we're stuck in this room we're stuck behind this computer and we're the only thing that really exists in reality but in reality we have all these other people these people that we're talking to on a day-to-day basis they have their own lives they have their own problems they have their own fears and anxieties and when we forget that we tend to think that everything is directed at us if someone comes across crass We think it's something that we did or they have a problem or it's just part of their mentality. But when you realize that there might be something going on and you might need to check in with them, then you start to understand that, wow, there is more to this than meets the eye. There's the iceberg is showing this much, but really there's an entire iceberg below it. So when you talk to these people, when you send these messages, being thoughtful about communication, being thoughtful about how you're coming across is going to make you that much better of a leader. Checking in with your folks on from time to time, making sure that they're okay is super important. We started to do it a little bit more when all this COVID stuff started going on, but not let's not lose heart with that. Let's continue that train and continue to check in with our teams and make sure that everybody is okay. Uh, One thing that you also have to remember is that we are all on the same team. When I was in the United States Marine Corps, we had this this saying, one team, one fight, which means that we are moving towards the same objective. If we're in the same company, we're probably trying to go to the same place. We want the company to succeed. And sometimes we forget that we're, we're moving towards that objective together. And so sometimes you have to remind people, hey, we're one team, one fight. If you have a team and maybe there are some folks that aren't seeing eye to eye, you might have to mediate as a leader. You might have to remind them that we are all moving in the same direction. I remember being a consultant and I was brought in to pretty much save a project. And when I was brought into this project, there was conflict between the consultants and the actual customer, which is something that shouldn't happen, but it happens quite often. And so I sat down with one of the stakeholders in that company as a consultant. I said, hey, you know, we're here to help. I don't know what happened before, why there's so much tension in here. But I just want to let you know that I look at this from the perspective of one team, one fight. We're all here to move forward together. I'm here to make you look great. I'm here to amplify and power you. I'm not here to take your work. I'm not here to take credit. I'm not here to try to look better than you. We are all here to work together. And in the very beginning of the meeting, he was very tight and tense and and didn't want to have, 
like almost didn't want to have that dialogue with me. But when we had that conversation, I opened up, I revealed my cards, shoulders let go. He opened up, he began to smile. We even began to joke a little bit. And that just tells you that just having those conversations, just opening up and saying like, hey, I'm in this with you. Uh, You're in this with me. Let's do this stuff together. Goes miles and miles beyond what you can even imagine. So just remember that. But I will say that even though you might be in the same company, moving towards the same goal, you are going to have competing priorities from time to time. So I can remember there were a time there was a time where I was leading a team of engineers and we were working with another team of engineers that were doing very different things. But we relied on that team of engineers. So whenever my team would ask them for stuff, sometimes it would go a couple days without being there being a response. And so my team would start to get upset, like, why, why this team isn't doing anything? They're not they're not doing their work. They're, you know, they're they're lazy, this, that and the other. But I go and I check in with the other team. And when I see all the work that they're doing, they're doing they're handling things from all over the company. It wasn't just something that they were just forgetting everything that we were doing. They were really focused on doing as much work as possible, but our priorities weren't necessarily their priorities. So sometimes as a leader, you have to remind your team, Hey, when you're working with other teams, sometimes you're in the queue. Sometimes your, your request isn't going to bubble up to the top. That's another concept of, of empathy is understanding that sometimes you're not the number one priority. And that's okay. You know, sometimes you're, you're going to be handling stuff from other people and you're going to have to prioritize what you handle. If we all made everything the number one priority, we'd be burnt out, overworked, and it just wouldn't be great. And, you know, I want to talk about burnout just for a second, because I do know that there are a lot of people that are burning themselves out today. I talk to my friends. Some of my friends are some of the most successful people I know. And they're burning themselves out. It's almost like success is making things harder for them. And what I've found in the past, and this might not be completely general across the board, but from my perspective, burnout happens when your tasks are in alignment with the things that you want to do. So you're doing things that either does not fill your cup. It's not in alignment with your passion or your purpose. It's just something, there's a conflict there. So check in with yourself. What are you doing on a day-to-day basis? What are the things that take energy from you? And what are the things that give you energy? One of my favorite mentors of all time, she told me that if you were dead tired on a Friday at 5 p.m. and there was a phone call about work, what conversation would you want to have that would energize you? So that's that's a deep question. If you want to really think about it, what is that phone call that when you answer, you're like, okay, let's go. Let's go to work. Even though I've worked an entire week, I've worked all day. I might be really, really tired. I still want to jump into this phone call conversation and solve it because this is a part of my purpose in the workplace. This is a part of my purpose in life. 
Hi, I'm Lauren Williams, a four-time Olympian turned certified financial planner, and I run a financial company called Worth Winning, which I decided to start after receiving crappy advice from two financial advisors myself. We help young professionals organize their finances without the fancy jargon or the stuffy office presence. In fact, we don't have a traditional office. We like to meet clients where they are, literally. So sometimes a client will get a group of friends or family members together and we'll host a weekend-long financial boot camp, kind of staycation style in their home city. Um, But we also like to meet clients where they want to be, which a lot of times is on vacation. Uh, So we host financial retreats where we mix financial planning with travel to places like Bali and Colombia, where we're headed in 2023, because we want to ditch the stigma that financial planning has to be a painful chore that people loathe. We also offer an online program, which is basically money school for young money makers to get the knowledge that they need. And because so many small businesses and organizations want to offer a benefit that shows they care about their employees' well-being, we have financial wellness programming as well. Uh, So it's not financial planning. It should be financial planning. And if you want to join us in Colombia or Bali, or you want to learn more about us in general, you can go to worth-winning.com or find us on IG at worthwinning. The other thing I want to talk about is communicate, 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 but communicate empathetically. So what does empathy really mean? Empathy is understanding someone else's feelings, just understanding. So you think about sympathy is like sharing those feelings. Like when someone said you're sad, empathy is understanding. You can understand why someone's sad. You can understand why someone's mad. You can understand why someone's happy. You can understand why someone's frustrated. Just merely understanding and validating someone's feelings will go leaps and bounds in communication. So when you're having communication with someone and you're saying, okay, this is how they feel. Do I, do I just want to, you know, think about what I'm going to say next or do I want to register what they're saying? So how, how, what's step one? Step one is learning how to listen, listen to what they're saying. When I was starting my company, we started as a podcast and I had this issue where I'd be listening and then it's like, okay, it's almost my turn to ask a question. So then I'm sitting here, I'm formulating this question in my head. I'm like, okay, oh, I I can say it this way or that way. But guess what I'm not doing while I'm formulating that question in my head? I'm not listening. So if you're having a conversation with somebody, even if, especially if it's a a tension-filled conversation, you tend to have like get that rebuttal. Really, Oh, I can't wait till they stop talking because I got exactly what I'm going to say when they're done. That's not listening. So step one is to listen. And once you listen, you almost have to give clues that you were listening. You almost have to repeat what they say, paraphrase, reiterate, ask a question about what they're saying, ask for clarifying questions. That helps the person that you're speaking to understand that, okay, this person really cares about what I'm saying. And then you can come in with the information that you want to deliver or ask the questions that you want to ask. So really understanding how communication happens between people and also know that the medium really matters. It is really hard to have tough conversations through text message because there is a lot of context that's missing. It's generally short to the point It could be misread. Oh, man, they use uh, a period versus an exclamation point. Communication really, really matters. Email might be a little bit better because you can go longer form, but you're still missing some of that context. Even if we go as far as the video chat, 
If we do video chat, you still might be missing some of the context because you can see the person, but you can't see their entire body. You might be able to see them from their neck up. And so you might not be able to see that their their fists are clenched and maybe they're mad. Maybe they're anxious. There might be all types of things that are going on. So you miss a lot of that that communication through even video. So keeping that in mind having an open mind about communication, having an open mind about how we have these conversations, even especially if they're tough conversations is going to be unbelievably key. And also at the end, really go back to really points two and three. And that's say, Hey, we're all on the same team. We we're all in the same fight together, but we might have competing priorities. If you think about a family, a family might be tight knit, but they might fight from time to time. And that's okay. That's communication. And some people might even see it as passion. So when you have those headbutting moments, if you're a leader and you might be butting heads with uh, one of your, your, your team members, or maybe someone on your team is butting heads, having those perspectives will help you lead more empathetically when it comes to being a remote person, because a lot of people are remote for the very first time. Even just think about that concept for a second. A lot of people are working remote for the very first time. I remember the first time I worked remote, I felt like I was on an island because there's so much going on in the company that there was a lot of hustle and bustle. People are figuring things out. I was left alone for, it seemed like days at a time. There might've been some meetings that we would go to, but we would go on the meetings and that would be it. And so one of the things that you can do to make sure that the team feels close as a leader is have those regular check-ins that aren't necessarily about work. I'm not saying you you have to go on a call and joke and, and smoke or anything like that. But what you could do is you can go on the call, check in with somebody, see how they're doing and, and really just leave it open for them to talk about whatever it is that they need to talk about. Because as a leader, you should really care for your team and really try to understand the, the problems that they might have. Whenever I have these check-ins and I can see someone's getting burnt out, I can say, hey, you know, is it the, how, on a scale of one to 10, like, how are you feeling right now? If they say they're feeling like a five. I'm say, hey, would you want some some time, you know, to, just to decompress, do what you want to do, have some fun and get away from work for a little bit? And if they say yes, you give them that time so they can go ahead and do what they need to do. This is how you lead empathetically. Understand that people have lives. It might not have anything to do with work. It could be do, having to do with outside of work. But if they're out, they're outside, their personal life is interfering with their work and there is in interfering with their mental health. You got to let them handle that stuff. So that's what I think. That's a little bit of the 411, the four tips. So uh, to recap, uh, that remember, the person on the other side of that call is a person. Uh, the person on the other side of the email, the chat box, the video chat is a person. Just remember, they have their own lives, they have their own problems, they have their own concerns. So as a leader, just remember that and that we're all on the same team. If we are working together, if we're on the same team, literally, if we're even in the same company, we're probably marching towards the same goal. But three, if we're marching towards the same goal, sometimes we will have competing priorities. And to remember that sometimes your priorities aren't my priorities and vice versa. And then finally, communicate, communicate, communicate empathetically. 
And that's really the, the key to leading empathetically, to being a better leader, to being a servant leader. And that's something I'm sure we could talk all day about. Really appreciate the time, Stephen Hart. I really appreciate you bringing me onto the stream to talk a little bit about my philosophy behind empathetic leadership. I really hope this helps, especially for the folks that are working remotely. If you're interested in, in following us uh, as a company, go to hackervalley.com and we have all sorts of podcasts and we have all sorts of information about leadership, leadership. Um, all, all sorts of things. So be sure to check it out. And definitely if you're not following Steven right now, be sure you do because he's going to be doing this on a more regular basis and learn from folks like me that have a different perspective. And I hope that everybody got something out of this. And with that, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Hi, I'm Layla. If you enjoyed today's episode, feel free to hop over to IamBlackSuccess.com to access the show notes and transcript. You can also sign up for our newsletter there to ensure you don't miss any of our future content. We also have a favor to ask. It would help us a lot if you could take a moment and leave us a review for the podcast. Even just one sentence would really help and support the work we're doing and help get the show in front of more Black entrepreneurs and leaders. Thanks for spending time with us today. Now go get that positive mindset with an intent to rise above, go way beyond, keep blazing your trail. I am Black Success.